So we are here today on the Do Good Podcast with the man, Jalen himself. Rips, Trip. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Life, traveling and focusing on crafting myself to have a beautiful life. Tell me more about that. Like, what does the ideal life look like to you? Like, what is a beautiful long-term life in your world? I just want to be able to have the financial comfort and... I just want to have the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want to without no questions asked and the financial security. Mm. Like, I never grew up with that shit. You and mean, I've been yeah. fighting, it, fighting for it all my goddamn life. You know what I'm saying? Do you um, feel like that's how it is for a lot of people with, when they don't grow up with that? It creates more of a hunger, more of a hustle, more of a something. Or Absolutely, because what this life is, like, really centered around is what paper currency as i get older i feel like i use because i used to be like oh money isn't really money isn't that important da 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 but as i get older i feel like more and more it's like wow money really does rule a lot of things and it's i I won't even say it's money it's currency what did people fight over and back in uh, in the old ages gold gold was so important at one point sex was currency at one point Clothing was currency. At one mm. point, resources was currency. So I truly think it's all currency-based. But when you don't grow up with the resources mm. that you need in order to survive, a lot of times it creates an ultimate hunger. Mm. And you, especially a person like me, I didn't seen it all. I didn't seen most of it. You didn't see. You didn't seen a lot. All right. I won't <laughs> say I didn't seen it all because I didn't seen. I didn't. You see don't know it, what yeah. you don't know. Right. So. Right. I was always a bad kid because I just never fuck with the rules. I ain't yeah, never yeah. I ain't never like none of that shit. Went to public school for uh however many years. Constantly, constantly, constantly in trouble. Almost went to alternative school three times. And in elementary school. In elementary school. Damn. And they just allowed me to stay at these schools because one, I thank my mother for being involved in my life. And I also thank them for believing in me. You know what I'm saying? I always had people not believing me, not believing in me, and I also had a good support system of people who who truly wanted to see me do well, even though I had some other shit on my mind. Mm-hmm. They definitely instilled in like in the back back of my mind uh, over everything that I always knew that I had something going on with myself, and I knew I had something special. So I always had to move a little bit different than everybody else because I know if I wasted this. What the fuck? Like, I I understand what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. I'm here to impact other people's lives. I don't want success. I don't want money. I don't want currency just solely for what it can do for my life. I want it because it can make others around me inspired, comfortable, and and, and happy. Like, my family come from the projects, both sides of my family, mom Mm -hmm. and dad, projects. Like, bad shit. They done done seen a lot of fucking terrible shit. And I wasn't. Most of it. Right. And I'm me coming from where I'm at around Chatham. I'm right by Cottage Grove, bro. I'm one block away from 79th. 79, 79th. 79th Street. Right there my whole life. I've lived in the same household my whole fucking life. For real? Yes. Same place. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to move, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready to move. But you, but feel you me? have your whole like life memories in this same location. Right. For a long period of time, I never knew what the fucking north side looked like or mm-hmm. the west side. And I'm talking about even as far as 
I didn't know what the low end looked you, like. For real? I oh, you're not even the low end. Not even the low end. And that's know how that it is for like. a lot of people, right? Right. Like you were saying, the projects, for example, the projects are a prime example of how America has economically disenfranchised people and then terrible environments are created out of the fact that people have been either left behind or purposely put down. And no mobility. Right. So, like, literal roadblocks. People say American dream. It's possible now more than ever. Mm. But before, the American dream was only possible for certain people. Mm -hmm. And if you were in those red line zones of, like, poverty, you and anybody around you, if they weren't special chosen by the fucking stars, dust of the fucking universe, they were not getting out of that circumstance. It is so many people who, who really didn't have a fucking chance at all. Had no choice at all. I feel like if you don't believe in any type of possibility of doing whatever the fuck you want to and also having that quote-unquote American dream, then you foolish. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do anything you fucking want to, especially now, bro. We got these fucking phones. We got the internet. The knowledge is all in front of our faces. Mm -hmm. If you do not choose to access this shit, your own fault is yourself. I don't care if it's, it's red lines and different things that, that cut you off because there is ways around that shit because we have financial literacy. This shit is here. And I always thought like, man, fuck everything else, everybody else doing. Like, bro, grammar school, after I graduated. I have a little segment here. There's a, a video I have on YouTube mm -hmm. with Retro from 2017, and he shouts you out as, like, someone that he's worked with. Yeah. But then he's like, Jalen needs to go to school, man. <laughs> and then <laughs> tell me more about your, your relationship with school. And I've seen in your bio multiple times that you, like, six-figure dropout or multi-talented dropout. <laughs> no, yeah, like, bro, because like, I claim what? it. Yeah. I claim it. That's me. You feel mm -hmm. me? I'd never fuck with none of that shit. Like, the curriculum itself didn't help me learn. I was extremely right. intelligent. I had people constantly telling me I'm intelligent. I know these Cause things. Because you are. You're very smart. Right. Yeah. I was in fucking grammar school, fucking up and getting kicked out fights all the time. Towards the end, I tried to do better. I was always back and forth between doing better and then fucking up. Because I was like, fuck these people. Like, motherfuckers was going to jail when they was in seventh grade. Like, Damn. I swear to God. This nigga I know still in jail. I'm 21 years old. Grade? Yes. DeMarcus. Yeah. He's in jail. <laughs> My boy DeMarcus. Because it, gee. I don't know. I shouldn't be laughing. Real, I shouldn't even be laughing. And it's that's, fucked up because we cause used to it. Yeah, yeah. We used to it, bro. Like, you used to it too. You been around. I only laugh because you said his name. So just like, yeah. you just like threw it out there. Because <laughs> motherfuckers don't be believing me, bro. Because I've, uh -huh. I've kept all this shit very secretive. Well, not even secretive. I just never talked about it. Back what I said, I always knew I had something. I never let nobody know I ain't never had shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't act like that. When it was time to go to high school, bro, I wasn't going to school. Because you just didn't care. It's yeah, just, I didn't it care. Wasn't it wasn't important to you it, at all. At all. And like, it was like, it was like, whatever. I didn't get into school until damn near the middle of the fucking year. So I'm already starting high school fucked up. I went to MSA on 35th and Wild Bash. I used to be... Uh, Slightly nerdy motherfucker. I was interested in other things. You feel me? I'm from where I'm from, but I was always very different, even yeah, in grammar right. school. You're very different, Yeah. but you're still cut from the same cloth. As a lot of people, like, I just a chose a different way. Right. A lot of times I chose to do something different. A lot of times I was choosing to do other things. 
and choosing to think differently. Choosing to pursue your own interests. Right. Yeah, yeah. And not be peer pressured into, you mm. feel me? Or like influence. Oh, that's weird. Into, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, motherfuckers call me weird all the time, but they knew it was, I was always cool. Right, right, right. You feel me? Yeah. I always would, could fuck with the nerds. And I get around the street niggas and you can st <laughs> I still fuck with them. They fuck yeah, with me because yeah, they yeah. know what it is. How do you think that was instilled in you? Like, that's another thing I have is like, you're never one to bite your tongue. Like, if someone is disrespectful at all towards you, like, you'll never avoid conflict. You'll you'll never choose to let anyone walk over you. You'd rather just... Because what the fuck is the point? Like, bro, you not... People forget this shit. When you a light-skinned kid... I would say, and it's not even about skin color or none of that shit. It's really about where the fuck I'm from and how I've been raised up. I was raised around gangsters. I'm not going to get into it. All that shit. And I, I got family from different sides of sets, all type of shit. Mm -hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not no goofy ass, bitch ass dude. I was getting like, I'm I'm getting these thoughts instilled at me from a young from age. A young don't age, let nobody yeah. fucking play with you. They don't let them do that to you. I just was always saying what was on my mind constantly because... What is the point of a filter if a filter is not gonna make you get hurt? I used to be quiet. I used to be, mm. I used to be often. Sometimes I used to let my fuckers walk over me. It would be sometimes that I'll flip and I'll be a more, you know, softer, kinder person because I, in my nature, I'm loving. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I don't project things of like negativity and like I don't talk about the shit I did. Why do I need to talk about these things that I did? I don't Why have do you to, need to prove yourself? It was never my, my goal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was never my goal to, to maintain that type of image. It, just, it is what it is. It was it a is. part of me. It is what it is. Like. Right. And I don't need to run my mouth about yeah, this yeah. shit. I don't need to tell people I just did such as I hit this, blah, 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 blah. You, and this is age old. People think the clout shit new and the clout chasing new. They just wanted that type of juice and that notoriety. But I ain't, I ain't want that type of notoriety because it bring a certain type of attention. Mm -hmm. I'm a loving motherfucker, mm -hmm. bro. My my fucking granny, Stella G, bro, Stella Goosby, instilled in me a loving spirit. Cause no matter she was she she had a hard shout out ass, Stella G. Shout out Stella G on bro. She instilled in me a very loving spirit, and she had a very hard life. Mm. A very I'm talking about a very hard life. Drugs recovered, clean. Hella kids, couldn't take care of the kids. Like, my mama had to take care of her siblings. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Home to home, not having home at all. My mom bailed my granny out of jail, but my granny flipped her life upside down and changed that shit. And man, wow, all that shit was happening, still being a loving right, person. Right, exactly. Why, by despite the time I, all yeah. that, she still found a way to be right, a loving person, right. not be bitter. Not be bitter at all. And she impacted so many people in her lifetime. She worked with sex workers, people that was in, involved in the in streets. And just She was that support system, that person they could talk to about anything. And she instilled in me, it's a way of thinking. And it's a way of being raised. Like, <clears throat> no person was better than you. And you always try to show people love, no matter what. I mean, that's something I had to learn on my, myself later down the line, that everybody don't deserve love after they feel me show that they are unworthy. Mm -hmm. I trust people and believe people for exactly who they are. Because I, I would be seeing these examples. I, choo I chose to ignore... Um, like you would say, there was a time where you were defaultly loving to people. Right. It was my nature to try to be not friendly. Well, yeah, friendly. You know what I'm saying? Friendly to a certain extent. To a certain extent. And yeah. they would take that shit the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Give me a lot of weird-ass situations. People think I'm goofy, and I have to show them why I'm not. Just because I, I'm a nice motherfucker. I'll be getting tricked out of my position a lot of time because I will fuck with people, show them love, give them things, my time, my effort. 
different things like that with no with no you know what I'm saying no conversation reciprocation, no reciprocation yeah, yeah. at all needed because just hanging out with me just being close to me just me being able to talk to them about certain things was enough for me because often I feel alone you feel me I'm mm. I'm very I'm very extremely different a lot of times when I say I could kick it with the street niggas and I kick it with the nerds you can it go was, in all was, these environments, right. but at the same time, sometimes you don't feel like you really belong in anywhere. Any I didn't feel like I belonged in anywhere, and I felt alone. You know what I'm saying? Especially when I got into high school, I felt extremely alone a lot of times. There was a lot of people dying. Like, I had friends of mine dying. My grandmother passed in 2017 because um, that was during the time I dropped out because I went from MSA on 35th to Little Black Pearl. Really, when I got into high school, that's when I started branching out to go and touch the other sides of the city. I was out west. I was up north. I was literally everywhere. I kind of regret at that time. I was spending time with people that would later on in my life right. betray me. Like mm. very, very bad. You know what I'm saying? We thinking we family, all type of shit. Right. Thinking we thinking we a unit. I was going through a lot. I had dropped out. I kind of, I didn't really define definite dropout, but I just stopped going. You just stopped going to school. I was depressed. I was everything. My mom was going through shit. I was sleeping on the floor. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I just it was everything. I didn't say none to nobody. Nobody thought. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Nobody anything. knew none of that shit. I never acted like I ain't never had shit. But my life mm. story crazy. I was kind of embarrassed. Mm. A lot of things that I was going through, I was kind of embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes a lot of sense. I was going through conflictions of of trying to be a better person, and also I would just be following the traps and and, and going backwards. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I felt like I was going backwards. And I was always conflicted. So sometimes I would do nothing at all. Right. I would choose to do nothing at all. I would choose not to move my body. I would choose not to do anything because I was so conflicted from from the in-between. And I was also embarrassed a lot about uh, uh, my situations and shit. At the time, actually, I can't even really think about it because I don't know what – I don't well, even you, know what was time, on my mind. Just, it was, it was so everything. unclear. It was so everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, everything was going on. And it like was fucked said, up. I haven't been through that, but I've been through in my own way, right. being so conflicted that I just, I was just, there was periods where I was just sitting, yeah, just not, not, not even, nothing. not on nothing, not on, right. they might be playing video games or watching Netflix, I wasn't doing shit, I was just like sitting, because yeah. I did because I didn't know what to, what to do. In a really weird way, I feel like you'll see a lot of privileged people, they wish their life in a certain way was more negative than it was because they feel like they have nothing to say they came up from but what you're highlighting right now is that when you're really there it's honestly in a lot of ways embarrassing like it's not it's extremely embarrassing they want to they are right now bro the culture is so fucking crazy bro I, I, i was the motherfucker who was really over there i was really doing this shit i was really in them streets i was really fucking i was really in a struggle bro i was really in that struggle shit and it was embarrassing it was it was painful it was hurtful i was seeing my mama not be able to feed the family and shit and i didn't know what the fuck to do at the time i didn't even know how to hustle bro i was just fucked up i didn't know what to do i ain't had nobody to show me nothing no way or anything I got to a certain point to right now, you know how I'm able to talk about all this shit because, right, right. because I'm in a different you're I'm in, in a different place. I'm yeah, in a different you, place and also I stopped letting people narrate narrate my my story. Mm. I stopped letting people control my narrative. Mm-hmm. I feel as though people don't truly understand that feeling. 
man, I come home and I don't got shit to eat. How the fuck I'm supposed to go to school and focus right. and, and do right. all of this if I'm worried about where the fuck the crib going to be or if I'm worried about how the fuck I'm going to eat in the house. I, I would We, we would have been, me and my mom would have been put out so many times if it wasn't for the fact that the, the building I was in, um, family owned, like my aunt owns the building. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't going to put my mama so out she, on the yeah, street. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She wasn't going to do that because she knew what was going on in my mother's life at the time. But I, I, white kids in, in the culture now, not even white kids, people from, from... Why do you think shit is so glorified? Like Because of the music. Because yeah, of the influence. Because of the glitz and glamour. America got a, got a love for gangsta shit, like real gangsta ass shit. And they love the way we make the music. The music, especially nowadays, because we have crashed, like a lot of Chicago artists have crafted the music industry mm-hmm. in, in many different ways, even alternative music. I'll talk about drill scene. Real drill is war music. That's the basis of what drill music is. Talking about killing people. Dissing your ops, disrespecting motherfuckers. That's war music. The tempo, the beat. Boom, that that, that booming sound. War drums. Think about it. Hmm. Think about it. It infiltrated people's minds like now you got... Right, it like infiltrated people's minds to the point where a lot of people who don't come from street shit at all... It's, are very like attracted to it or fascinated by it or like you and know I what don't I'm blame saying? them. I don't blame you don't, you them. You say more. They like they like stories. They hmm. like the the what happened. They like oh why the fuck did he get killed? They like these mysterious ass hmm. shit. Yeah, it's really about story. That's interesting that you put it that way. Is the truth of the situation is 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 grimy, It's grimy, and uh, and what happens after? Specifically, back on the music industry, influence the world. You got people in UK putting people they killing in their rap songs. You got people in Florida. You got people in Texas. You damn near can't hear a song where one of these fucking rappers talking about Some name shit, dropping like, or dissing somebody. <laughs> ops, a Chicago word. That's a Chicago word. Yes, ops is a Chicago damn, word. Damn, why did I? Did, I didn't even know that. My, my man, my 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 family, my brothers, people I was around was talking about that shit in two thousand eight. Ops and, is a Chicago <laughs> really? word. Cap is a Chicago word. I know Cap's Chicago right, yeah. Ops is a Chicago, ops is a Chicago word. That is now, a Chicago word. It's like every, word. every New York song you hear talking about. Every New York, any, any song. Any song. Any song. Yeah. Anybody who rapping. Even motherfuckers who sing it. They talking about my ops. Like, y'all last <laughs> playing crazy, bro. The people that you that don't like you or this and that. That's not really your fucking ops, bro. Somebody who don't <laughs> just, just someone don't like dislikes you. you they're, no, now they're calling them your their ops. Your ops was really somebody who you was into it. When did stealing from your, your homie or putting them in a situation? And a lot of times, the people who backdoor people glamorize it and say that they doing things in a different way they not. D-Bone is very gangster. You walk up to a nigga that you don't like, I think that's the most gangster shit in the world. You walk up to a motherfucker you don't like and take that shit out his pocket or his waist or whatever the fuck you want to do. You feel me? You Debo they ass like this my shit. You feel me? That's gangster to me. But this shit that's going on now, bro, motherfuckers is is literally, literally backdooring they homies pretending like they don't know them afterwards. And then glamorizing it, lying, just deceiving and making it seem like the situation was totally different from what it was. And I, I've heard countless, 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 countless fucking stories of this shit. Countless. It happened. It happened to me, bro. It happened to me. It took somebody close to me to that for me for it to happen to me. I let my guard down completely. I was catching all the signs. I'm truly letting this shit happen. I'm having faith, motherfucker, won't do it. And I done seen it all too, so I know what's going on. 
But it's it's so dishonorable. That shit is not gangster. A lot of people will run off on somebody. Or they'll be like, somebody said something down, and he looked the other way, and I just took it and ran. Oh, I'm gangster as hell. No. No, you're not. No, you're not. Ain't no way you gangster. No, you getting that pen, you going to get embarrassed. I'm not the toughest motherfucker in the real. I'm not going to let nobody play with me. But if I go to the pen with niggas who've been fighting for months and months, days on end, I'm getting my ass kicked. And that's the fact of the matter. The streets is fucked up. It's innately human to go to war. I think, so. I think so. You think humans are naturally like designed to get into conflict with each other? Yes. We have made tools for a certain we made weapons from the from the longest time. Like because I could get real deep and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get super fucking crazy deep. Super all the way yeah, human but nature. Like, why not? When you don't come from an abundance of things. So you think from like the most basic level, war comes from the lack, lack of, of resources. resources. That's why you see motherfuckers doing all the shit they doing. A lack of resources. That's very profound. Yeah. Nowadays, war is it's, it's still about resources, but a lot of the conflicts that be happening, I can attribute that to human human interaction and people doing foul shit. Cause foul shit is cool now. It's gonna have to be way more people dying for people to get the message for real. You that think this so? gangster shit, yeah. I think it's going to a place of chaos. It's uncertain. It's uncertainty. People thinking Biden I, is on some whole other shit. That people what, don't really know what's going what, on. Well, say more, say more. What <laughs> how, what what, what is really, your opinion about this guy Joe Biden? That he and he seems he's never like, good. None of these people are good. None of these motherfuckers are. Truly, none of these motherfuckers are good. It's all an agenda. He is an old crazy man. <laughs> he don't know what's going on. Kamala Harris is a federal agent. <laughs> she, she, he, her, 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 her mission is to law and jurisdiction. That is what she got going on. We could switch from because I keep branching off. We yeah, can switch we, more to like rips and yeah. That's what I was about to say. We can switch more to like your life and multidisciplinary <laughs> and all the stuff you're doing. Because it was certain things that I wanted to come in and talk about, but I, I felt like I couldn't because I can if I want to, but it's not gonna do me anything any good. It's not gonna mm -hmm. help me feel better about a situation because a lot of these people I want to see in real life. I ain't seen them in a long ass time, and I've been outside, and I was also asking about them. Anyway, that <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but <clears throat> I'm gonna dive more because I feel like people got to know me as a creator. People don't really know me. Well. Yeah, yeah. I did damn near everything. I model, photography, videography. I was doing festivals. I'm on film sets. I'm on real legitimate film sets, big budget film sets. Like my first concert I ever shot, I snuck in that bitch. It was a Cole Bennett concert. I mean, a Lyrical Lemonade concert. And Playboy Cardi was the headliner. It was his first show in Chicago. I snuck in and I shot that show. At the time, I think I was just about dropping out and I was pushing. And a lot of times I would be dedicating my time to a lot of free things, just trying to get my name out there. I just fuck with my homies and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I've and them done people, the same, yeah. several people, fuck me over. And then the long term, I can name certain things. I won't because no attention to them. They didn't do right by me. Everything that I've done, I'm skilled in. I'm just not doing these things and half assing these things. I'm learning about these things truly. I appreciate that shit because it allows me to view different things at right now for rips in a different mindset. Rips comes from rips in your clothes. I was doing shit I wasn't supposed to. I was um, broke as hell too, 
ripping my clothes and shit. So I would have to figure out a way to make my clothes new because I couldn't afford to buy new ones. Mm -hmm. I had to figure out how to make these two-year-old jeans new again. I had to figure out how to make this jacket new again. I had to make this different. And I was fresh. Rips comes from that. Rips comes from, and then it evolved into rips in your spirit. I know the the message. I want the image to display to my viewer. You know what I'm saying? I know the term. I take the knowledge that I know from photography, and communicate to word, certain people who who are working working with me a little bit better because I speak their own language. That's <clears throat> very important that you because you are involved in all these different disciplines that you can communicate with those mm -hmm. people properly, and that's actually a very strong uh, leadership skill right. because then you are able to help make things cohesive together. right and talk to everybody as one yeah whatever my heart is in i do it for real i stopped photography because my heart wasn't in it especially dealing with rappers and shit dealing with people taking advantage of my time mm. you know what i'm saying all type of shit like that i couldn't deal with it no more at the time chicago had a scene it was a scene. It was a fashion scene. It was a weird ass scene. And yeah, it would the be a scene lot of, kind of. <clears throat> it'll be a lot of motherfuckers who was artists, who was artsy gang. Like they thinking they fun, like they really street motherfuckers, but they was not. I feel like never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's making me think of a specific person, but oh, it's thinking me. I got I got twenty motherfuckers <laughs> in my head right now. Something you said in a previous podcast we did is that there are a lot of uh, fake important people. Fake important individuals. They ass is <laughs> phony as fuck. People get false egos from this social media. People get false egos from interacting with you through a phone. Yeah, it don't so even have crazy. to be social media. It can be over a FaceTime call. People get false egos. They get false or egos. Or even from like going to events. Right. Like people will be a certain person at different functions they go to. Right. And they'll build a reputation that way. And then like, they, they you see through it like a lot of these people have false egos because they are not aware of their true self and they are not aware of any of their identities. It would, uh, people can say things to you and have get a certain reaction over a cell phone that in real life, if they said this thing to you or whatever, it'd be some conflict. That's how it's been since <clears throat> the... People have been messaging each other online since the right. beginning, and it's only gotten worse. Way worse. Because now there's people expect it. You know what I'm saying? People assume people are gonna be say some crazy shit online, so right. people just say the, the whatever, whatever. The fuck they want to. <laughs> like especially Twitter, they'll be on my page thinking Nate is the most important individual in the world, and they think I'm talking every tweet that I post. They and I'm talking about they're them. They're talking about them. And they yeah. that they know my life. What the fuck I ate this morning. Know how <laughs> I act. Know how I will react. Like and go on your your page and automatically make it about themselves, thinking they have uh they are the most important individual in your life. You know what I'm saying? And having this extreme false ego, it's not cool. I try to keep that shit in check. Ego is important because that's who you are. Hmm. Without my ego, I wouldn't be Jalen. I wouldn't be Trip. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be none of that shit. To have real agency in the world, you have to be able to look at yourself highly. Right. But at the same time, like, do you ever feel like you're overconfident or I there's too much ego? I can check myself when I'm overconfident sometimes, especially when it comes to, like, dangerous situations. You have to keep that, mm -hmm. that overconfidence in check. If you choose overconfidence, you have to understand that anything can happen. Mm. You have to understand that if you choose zero failure... <clears throat> you have to understand that anything can happen. Say if you undertrained, if you go into a situation with 
no failure options and no like failure scenarios don't get fucked up because you undertrained. you don't really have the skill or the intel the knowledge to execute that no failure scenario you don't have it and i'm claiming this right now next podcast we do bro every time we talk i'm in a very different position in my life i don't want a luxurious lifestyle financial freedom out of necessity for me and what it can do for me i want to use it to put my family in a better position i want to use it to inspire other people like truly inspire people i want to be able to put other people in positions of success i like paying people i like doing shit for people i truly like seeing people win who was good people mm -hmm. i don't like i don't really like seeing i'm gonna be honest i don't really like seeing motherfuckers i feel like don't deserve yeah that shit. but who am i but who who the fuck am i to deserve to to decide what their karmic mm -hmm. effect is or what they deserve because i know what real love look like i want to show that love i want to be able to be in a position to be able to afford to show this type of love right to be able to show that type of love and always be in a position where it's respected right right because they know you're not Using it to your... Manipulate people. Yeah, yeah. A lot of motherfuckers you know, I know, they manipulate their success. A lot of people want to want you to be successful, but with them and only them. Mm. And if y'all don't work, then fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly and it could what be it some, is. That's it, it's some simple. It could be some simple shit like a simple disagreement or like a simple... You decide not to work with them or you don't... Or, or you space away a little bit from them and then they start to right. freak out. It's they like, think huh? your lifestyle revolving around them. Like, it doesn't. Because certain, certain motherfuckers is not good for you. Even though they, they may pretend themselves to be good for you in the beginning. Um, and they'll proceed to follow through with that. <clears throat> but they was never good for you at all. I wouldn't change a goddamn thing that happened in my life. I'm grateful. Many times I could not have been here. Many times. I'm grateful for <laughs> I'm grateful for it all. The bad and the good. You had to be uh, blessed with something in the first place to have that lesson or that bad thing happen to you. And I'm not talking about just like God blessing, like just using blessing as a, as a, a general blanket term. term. Yeah. Cause I personally, in my religious beliefs, I, I mainly believe, I believe in a lot of shit. Do you want to speak on that? Like what, what I'll speak religion on or spirituality or God or all, all, what all that means to you? I'll, I'll speak on it extremely quick. Cause I, I it's controversial. Yeah, I'm gonna say some shit that people don't like. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna say that some stuff things is that always very. I could go, and everybody thinks they have the right answer. Right. Because <laughs> reason why you here, you white, you white man, you from a genetic mutation, bro. <laughs> no, for real, no. And I love you because you you met, you feel me? Yeah. But yeah. beyond beyond skin color, all that shit. What I truly believe in, why my research has brought me to, is um, it's people called Anunnaki, these Sumerian tablets. So well, we're going deep. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, Sumeria tablets, the first, these are in the Smithsonian under just sitting. They not displayed none of that shit. Uh-huh. The Sumerian tablets. Look that shit up. Sumerian tablets. Those are the first, what we know as recorded history. history. What they talk about is the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki would come around. It only comes around. Um, are we talking about aliens? We, you, I mean, you the technically the alien. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> For real, and this genetic test. <laughs> wait, this wait, okay, okay. I'll let you. I'll you, let you explain right. it. The Sumerian tablets talk about the Anunnaki who come around to harvest gold. A alien race, tall people. Um, they came down and they made a couple original men. 
they made the the white man, the yellow man, and the red man. The black man is is the dark man because it's a lot of different races involved because people all used to be dark skinned mm-hmm. and you could be somebody who was from um uh india and they still have dark skinned indians they still have dark skinned asians my great uh grandfather is from southern india so he's like a very dark skinned indian right yeah interesting <laughs> right right black people we are the the original man of the earth, dark skin yeah, people. Right. The way I have heard it, or that's like the way that's default stuck in my brain, is that we all t- came from East Africa. Um, that's what people say. We truly don't understand a lot of this shit because we don't know the way they spoke. The language is important because certain words right, don't right. exist. Certain, certain words things. don't translate perfectly. The tonality means something different. That's even today in right. in the languages of today. There's words from every other kind of language yep. that you can't translate into right. other language. Like, like it means something very specific. You can only roughly translate it. And, or, and people will speak these things like it doesn't translate well. Well, just to let you know. But this is kind of what it means. Right. This is kind of what it. Right. Uh, the most basic, basic, basic thing. Consciousness is shared um, in a lot of different ways. I know it's a very profound shit to say, and I have no, no context that's, to say it, but consciousness, consciousness is Consciousness shared. is a universal thing. Like, as much as I know that I don't necessarily, like you said, I, I, I'm not necessarily one to be trusted to explain it, but I know for a fact that I've had specific moments. I've felt it realer than anything I've ever felt, and it's... In some way, somehow, everybody and everything is interconnected, and that's not a woo-woo thing. That's just what it is, and it was actually the most frightening shit I ever felt. It was not beautiful. It was scary as fuck. Reality is scary. It felt like, oh, I'm actually, I'm trapped in life. Like, no matter what I do, unless I reach fucking mukti, liberation, and nirvana, like, I can't, I come from life, and I'm in life so it's like a bubble mm-hmm. if i'm interconnected to everything then actually i'm alone everything is me and everything is you mm-hmm. at the same time we're both the same thing and that's all there is because i feel like consciousness is independent and it's also shared because you are right. your own god and also with the sumerian tablets what it talked about was we are you know yahweh yeah, saying yeah. yahweh the, the one of the explanations is is basically we're living in Yahweh's world. This projection is sent here to observe and learn what Yahweh's world is. I don't fully believe that shit. It's not the full explanation, or the might not be the full correct exp- explanation. But the the that the the thing is, people believe certain people believe, or the theory is that we are the the we are God's theory. And we are gods in our own respect, but we are. Well, when you say well, the, the you here to understand Yahweh's <clears throat> world, the way I would say that is like we are life experiencing itself. Right. You just posted today that unfortunately Chicago Tupac from the Nine has passed away. Tupac and from the Nine passed, my boy. He really, like, genuinely brought a smile to me every time I seen him. What was he like? What would he be doing? Can you speak on, like, your interactions with Tupac from the Nine? <laughs> you know, Tupac, <laughs> Tupac ass was different. Um, Everybody kind of knew him as, you know, we got Clux Chicago. We call him Clux. But he was, I mean, he just kind of different. He had a different essence about him. He was, his character was Tupac. I didn't know him personally as, like, anything else but Tupac. 
Mm. He woke up every day with a bandana. He always had a bandana on his head. And he was a character. He would be bringing smiles to everybody. Um, everybody kind of fucked with Tupac and like talked about him because he'd be throwing up all these sets and shit. <laughs> and it'd be conflicting. You feel me? He'd be dropping he would, shit. He'd, he'd be, be dropping shit, then putting it up. Then. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is you? Everybody, at first it was like, bro, what the fuck is you doing? Like, I'd be like, what the fuck is you doing, dude? And then, personally, me, he grew on me. Uh-huh. Since the first I was thinking he was just a cluck. But he'll be doing funny ass shit. And then it'll be interesting, like, talking to him because he lived an interesting life. He was always outside. Right, right, he right. He was always outside. He was around them, them, them real street niggas. What's so crazy was he was with, like, little different sets, but everybody kind of gave him a pass because he, right, right, he was too Right, right. Because he was too <laughs> And he was kind of like, he was funny and he just did whatever he wanted to do. I do brought a smile to my face just because he was just like a character. He really was living life on his own terms. Even if he was like broke or like whatever, he was living life on his own terms. Tupac is a very cool dude. Shout out Tupac from the nine. Let's talk a little bit more about um, <clears throat> ribs and the multidisciplinary work that you do. I've seen you create all types of, you're a maker of things, creating tools, 3D yeah, yeah, printers, yeah, yeah. made yeah, rugs, yeah, made yeah. this, made like. Before they was popular too, I was studying Fashion from scratch. Shit. People just take a design, they put it on printful.com, custom ink. Uh, they yeah, put it yeah, on, yeah. <laughs> they get the t-shirts <clears throat> just made for them, then they drop ship them. You actually make a t-shirt yeah, yeah. out of materials, out uh, of. Anyway, you, we, we could either talk about your favorite kind of um, stuff to work on or some of the projects you're working on right now, some mm -hmm. of your goals right now. I, I really developed that, that, that mindset of quality and crafting the skill and, and taking the shit seriously and doing uh, um, the due diligence. If I truly want to be good at fashion, I need to know the process. I need to know what type of the material, the material names, the stitching types, the, the way the fit of the clothes are sourcing just the know-how and the, the language that you will use to talk fashion i choose quality over everything so a lot of these ideas that i have for rips i sit on for months for real hmm. like i'll be thinking about this shit for months often i'll have people stealing my ideas steal my whole swag just like you feel me for real and i'm not even out yet for real i learned that it's a part of the game i have to just Keep focusing on that quality, taking my time, and also keeping that, that process private. <clears throat> my homie said this, bro. He was like, this is what we don't do. And this is what we don't do for real. We don't do this shit. We don't have to clear the air. Ain't no need to, to waste our time and our energy trying to clear the air about shit. What I'm working on hmm, is quality. Um, I'm working on building a team that's reliable. Well, what's going on with the team? I'm doing a lot of shit by myself, marketing, all that, all, all that, doing everything. You feel me? It was a point where I was printing my own tees and printing all the shit that I was, I was making, finding my own suppliers and small, small suppliers. I don't fuck with big, uh, big manufacturers because the quality control at the places they don't have, they don't, they don't be specific enough, and the turnaround isn't quick enough for me to justify working with them, especially when I'm not having these extremely large orders. You feel? me i'm not doing 500 pieces of uh this, right, this right, and right. that i'm not doing that my brand is focused on quality 
craftsmanship and design taking care of the clothes i want these pieces to be with people i want people to love these pieces i want people to love these pieces like how i love them and i also want a section of where people can just get their daily goods like this hoodie is just a regular hoodie like you know what i'm saying it's just a rips hoodie but it's not like gonna be the cut and sew shit it's not gonna be the shit i personally took care i want my cut and sew shit to be real pieces that I, I i truly love and i have designed and taken care of just cut and sew in chicago that shit is important to me. The person that I, I have, I appreciate him a lot because of just how skilled he is and how careful he is with his craft. I'm working with people who take care of their craft and truly respect themselves and, and take pride in their work. We come together to make this beautiful shit. And I can speak both of their languages. You know what I'm saying? Like my print guy. Black owned business. You know what I'm saying? It's important. And to all me. this stuff is important to you. That right. it's in Chicago, that it's black owned business, right, that right. it's craftsmanship, right, that right. it's the whole story and yeah. every part of the process means something. And it's important to me that they not like super big. I like paying people. I like being able to be like, all right, man, I'm going to pay you to do this job and you do it well and you earn your money. You know what I'm saying? That makes me want to want me to get more money with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody playing their part well soon i'm gonna be looking for you know marketing specialists social media management i don't really fuck with social media um like that like just, that yeah but before the age of like 16 bro i did not take no pictures i didn't like taking pictures i still kind of don't like taking pictures even though i model i got this brand and all that extra shit it was moments that years that i wasn't on social media at all you know what i'm saying especially nowadays deal with customers deal with with certain things uh Especially when you get more and more into the business, you know what I'm saying? Like, it gets bigger. It, it gets bigger. It gets more people try to finesse. People, uh, you have logistical issues that people don't really completely understand. Like I'm a small business working with other small businesses. You really think that I have a corporation money enough to reimburse you and then go have a this month long process to with DHL? Like I assume no responsibility for somebody stealing a fucking package off your doorstep. Did I steal it? Did I did I have liability insurance? Like my nigga, like this is not a fucking corporation. It's distracting me from the creative process. Um, mm -hmm. You got the team going on. The business is evolving. What's I'm trying to get at? Like, what's next? What's your mission right now? What are you, what are you excited about? My my, I'm excited about what my possibilities are opening up. Like I have so many opportunities to go crazy like my brand is growing i'm going full force and i want to be able to start dropping things consistently um no breaks in between i'm developing uh reliable people that i can work with and that's beautiful to me um where i want to take rips and where rips is going i'm just not gonna throw my shit on any big person and had them like right you're not gonna let somebody represent your brand just because they have clout yeah absolutely not the whole goal with rips is to have it as a platform and to live on its own um after i'm done with it i want to take it to a point to where i can go participate in other people's brands and i want to go design for like dior or some shit like you feel me i want to design pieces and collaborate with louis vuitton like you know what i'm saying even though they got like all type of weird ass racist shit going on they still louis you know what i'm saying really 
Oh yeah, they be. I mean, all these brands don't fuck with black people for real. That's true. That's what I mean, but they, they fuck it, with money. Yeah, and so. it's changing. And it's changing. Also, <laughs> they fuck with whoever the new customer right. segment is. It's changing, so I'm like, man, I can use my platform. But it is changing rips. a little yeah. bit. I think you like slowly but surely, new management comes yep, yep. in, new executives <clears throat> come in, new people get hired, and they want to do something different. And I want Rips to be a luxury brand standalone, just hmm. luxury. I don't want yeah, it to be luxury. Yeah, because you're very focused more. on craftsmanship, right. which is like kind of goes head in head with being a luxury brand. Right. I'm involved in multiple businesses that make me money. So I don't do this for the money. You know what I'm saying? I don't do clothes for the money because it's just not a lot. It's not profitable. Right, 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 <laughs> the, right. right. It's like- when you start a brand. <laughs> That when you start, there's a, a lot of other up, things. If you were doing it just for the money, you could make way more money. Right. Like this shit is not profitable. Uh, I make my money elsewhere. <laughs> I don't make my money in clothes. Next six months, you're gonna see rips consistently dropping stuff. You're gonna see rips uh, on big fucking people that fuck with me for real. I want other designers, young designers coming in, being able to design their rips. Like eventually, you know how Prada uh, has a lot of just different designers Prada by Lena Rosa right right I want right, rips right. about it this such and uh, such interesting you know interesting yeah yeah um, yeah that makes a lot of sense that's cool and that's I've always cool. thought of because they can use that to be like I just work their rips for this line and and they can just elevate the brand's value because they um and themselves they have their own story about right, how they collaborated right, with the brand and they right. were able to do it in their own specific way and that like that makes it very um promotable right because if someone feels like they're I they're truly valued in yeah. their collaboration then they're gonna which they are exactly and which is real it's shit. not fake and if we don't work if we don't work be successful on your own you know what i'm saying i don't have no issues with you a lot of people want them want you to just be successful with them i don't have i want people to be successful in general uh, but rips is from six from for now is gonna have a team not a big team i just need somebody to help me marketing more innovative designs, you know what I'm saying? Bigger budgets to do bigger ideas, more homeware. And I also want rips to be profitable. I'm business. Right, <laughs> right, right. I don't, right. bro, I don't fuck with none of that shit. Like, I, I, I niggas got bills pay. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not just the artist. Yeah. You, it's a business. It's still it's a, a business. It's still yeah. a business. I love this shit. I do this shit because I love this shit. I don't make my money here, but I want to. Right. That's the goal, right? And I don't have a job. I hustle. Yeah, yeah. I hustle and hustle. I'm not saying hustle selling drugs. Hustle is is just innately getting money. I yeah, get yeah. money, whatever that is. Leave that at, for interpretation. <laughs> you feel me? I don't do no no crazy such shit, but <clears throat> I hustle. You feel me? I get my bread. I, I enter my business. I get a lot of bread. You know what I'm saying? I want to get a lot of bread in fashion. My lifestyle. Three years from now, two years from now, even one, bro. It's going to be one of real, like, oh, shit I dreamed about as a kid. I'll make myself proud. I know I've been a translator, a tastemaker. Now I'm building my platform to make that shit credible. Without the platform, you just screaming at the bottom of a mountain and nobody can hear you because ain't nobody trying to hear you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just, you want some attention. You want some clout. Woo-woo-woo. Take a step back. Let people do what they do. When I get that platform, front street. Rip's gonna be my baby. I ain't gonna lie to you. Rip's gonna be my baby. Once I step away from it, I'm gonna still be a part of it. Of course, I will. I will never allow anybody to 
control that narrative of the brand. I want whoever works with the brand to truly believe in the message that I have. And that right, brand. right, right. And keep that message because I feel like the message and the story of Rips is one of hardship and, you know what I'm saying, fighting an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. One of a, almost not an underdog story, but one of a, 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 a extreme success and honor, honor. I want the motherfuckers to be like, damn, bro, like this shit, I put this shit on, it means something to me. And that stands out to me. That's unique because I feel like a lot of brands, especially clothing brands, they don't necessarily have a real story behind the brand that you wear it because you believe in the story because you understand the story. Clothes are everywhere. Everybody doing clothes. Everything Mm -hmm. is so oversaturated. People are uh, buying your story. A lot of brands, though, there's so much prestige in the brand, but then all it becomes about is just prestige. Yeah, and it's no real meaning. Right. I do this shit for me, my inner child, and anybody else who who really want to strive and hustle and, like, own their life. You know what I'm saying? That's how I I said I don't. I wouldn't change a thing in my life at all. I wouldn't. Have extreme trust in yourself. I trust myself to be successful. I trust myself to be honorable. I won't let my honor kill me, though, for sure. This, we've been on for two hours and 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It felt like it. <laughs> I got my shoes off and shit. This, I, think, I think this may have been the longest recording I've ever done in this room. Bro, because I know yo. Gee, I don't like sitting down. I don't like doing shit with people I don't really fucking know. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's cool and all, but, like, I'm not finna sit down with nobody I don't fucking, like, fuck with. But I was... Very glad that I got to just take the space and time to like let us talk about yeah. whatever. Yeah. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you for having me. For real. If there's anything you want to shamelessly plug, any links, any <laughs> this, any like announcements. Rips, uh, just follow Instagram, Twitter, rips.chicago, rips.chicago, R I P S dot Chicago. Like, you hear me? <laughs> Thank you, do good. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stay true to yourself for real. Don't let nobody dictate your, your like, I don't know say all that. <laughs> <laughs>